Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, kitchen chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. This is your founder and co-host, Margaret McSweeney, here to welcome you from my home today. Chef Jamie is traveling, and I cannot wait for you to meet our next guest, Chef Bradford Thompson. He is a James Beard Award winner and is a consultant in the culinary field and is doing a lot of exciting things for the industry. So please welcome Chef Bradford. Welcome. Thank you, Margaret. Nice to be here. Oh, well, it was so nice to meet you in New York. Oh, goodness, that was back in 2019. It was two before, years ago, yeah. Yes, it was right before I fell. I don't know if you know, I yeah, fell, right. broke my knee. And had all no, I remember those. I saw that on social media and I was like, you know, we got, I think we had one of your last meals together, probably. Uh, yes, yes. It was at a wonderful food hall. It was, was at Vanderbilt of- Food Hall and it was um, the Gumbo Bros, which is one of my uh, all-time favorite clients and friends. And um, yeah, they had they had just opened in the food hall. So we had uh, gumbo and a po' boy and um, yes. might have had a beer. And then you guys were on <laughs> a eating tour. So I know you you ate several other meals that weekend. But yeah, that was nice to sit down and, and have some food together. And and the food hall was packed and all these pre-COVID things shoulder to shoulder with strangers and Yes. Different time. First of all, happy Father's Day to you you. and uh, all of the foodie friends out there celebrating. As you know, um, as we talked about there in the food hall, the reason I do Kitchen Chat is to honor my late father. Right. And I so regret not going into the kitchen to cook with him. I I observed him cooking, but did not participate. Tell us about how you cook with your kids, what families can do to get their children involved in the kitchen and what their favorite recipe. I mean, how you have influenced your children's taste memories and palate. Right. Yeah. I I remember talking to you about that. And, and I've always, since the kids were very little, um, they've been in a kitchen with me. Um, And, and that's where we've connected. They know, you know, I think, from a very young age, they knew how important food was and, and working in restaurants and being around food was to me. So that was a way to connect. Um, and I remember hearing you talk about your father and the inspiration and the trip you had planned to Paris. And, and it's funny because my daughter for the last two years is wanting to go to Paris for her birthday to eat uh-huh. real baguette and croissant and pate and, and experience it. Um, so yeah, I've been fortunate that, and, and I realized early on just seeing them, even if we weren't cooking anything, just being in the kitchen. And I look at the pictures mm-hmm. already, you know, for, even from a couple of years ago and, you know, doing Christmas cookies or making homemade pasta and just having flour and having a mess and and sort of catching myself from being frustrated to just letting go and saying, wow, this is like these are the memories for them. Um, and I know people that talk about memories with their parents cooking and you know, their grandmother teaching them how to make cookies. And, you know, we have so many from my wife and myself um, 
food memories and, and, and recipes from our lives to pass on to them um, that they have. And, and the one thing we're doing is my daughter's addicted to making videos for her Aww. pretend uh, Instagram followers. So she videos everything. And it, and I don't even realize sometimes, and, she, and I'll look through an iPad and see these videos. So we're going to have, she's going to have these great video documentation of time in the kitchen, um, you know, recipe, taste memories, et cetera. And, and they've become really good cooks. Like they'll, if I'm tired and like, ah, I don't know what to make for dinner. No, no, don't worry, dad, we got it. And, and they'll whip something up. It'll make omelets on Saturday or Sunday morning. And um, yeah, they're really, they're, they're very attentive cooks, which mm. is kind of cool. Like, I guess my demeanor in the kitchen is always very serious. And, um, you know, they kind of pick up on it and they're like, they know to clean up and they organize their mise en place. And it makes me very proud to see that. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. And I also loved hearing about your daddy-daughter dates, where you would take her to restaurants or you, and um, well, yeah, we, we have do, that um, experience. Every year for back to school, she picked a restaurant and, and we would go and get dressed up. And um, she always wants to meet the chef. And they, they, you know, in the industry, when I go out, if, I, if there's somebody I know and I go to their restaurant or the chef is a friend or whatever, the, the kind of the tradition is at the end of the meal, like you'll buy a round of beers for the kitchen. You'll tell the waiter, mm. you know, just get 10 bottles of beer and send it to the kitchen at the end of the night as thank you. So yeah. my kids have picked up on that and, and they'll go, should we buy beers for the kitchen? You know, like, <laughs> we don't really know anyone here, but so it's kind of cool that they picked up on that. Um, but yeah, they just, they appreciate service. They love interacting and asking questions and, you know, like I said, seeing the kitchen and how things work. So yeah, she, her and I um, doing those, those pre back to school dinners is really oh, something special. So that is so special. I still have memories of my dad taking me. We didn't have a whole lot of restaurants back then in Alabama. Right. That was before Chef Frank Stitt <laughs> came yeah, onto the scene. But it Alabama. would be and what what city in Alabama? In Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's become a hot yes. spot. It has. I mean, wow, what great growth! A wonderful yeah. culinary capital of the South there now with some wonderful right. uh, chefs. But those memories just stay with you and and just yeah. learning i remember the the etiquette at the table and and ordering uh, it was just so well, they, they so stay special. with me too i, I mean mm -hmm. for me it's kind of a new perspective on dining out because you know i've i've been fortunate to eat at some great restaurants and, yeah. and and lots of friends that you're always visiting but to do it through the eyes of of a child you know you kind of take for i hate to say this, but you take for granted uh, some of the service and, and things like that, but she'll want to know like, what kind of cocktail am I having? And she'll ask the sommelier questions and just like seeing a child read a menu and not know most of the words and being able to talk about that. And, and also the, the critique, like, you know, well, mm. I really like the burrata, but I don't know if I would have chosen that garnish and just the, the, <laughs> some of the things they say. <laughs> It's, it's really, I didn't know what the hell burrata was till, you know, yeah. after college probably. And, and here she is, right. she had several preparations and has a preference <laughs> with a garnish. It's just, it's pretty awesome. Oh, that is incredible. What wonderful memories you're creating, yeah. taste memories you're creating. And, right. and 
I'd love to share a couple things. One, I hope to go to Paris next year because, of course, I planned in 2019, broke my knee, and then 2020 was a pandemic. But my 60th birthday is in March of 2022, so I hope to be there. But my favorite taste memory was um, the Crepe Suzette at a French restaurant uh, that my dad took. My mom was along on that trip and just the memories. It was just uh, everlasting. And speaking of which, and foodie friends, I don't think I have shared this on the air with you. And Chef Bradford, you're never going to believe what happened over Mother's Day weekend. My brother called me and said, I just opened a box. And in this box that had been in storage, There are 200 recipes my father had compiled uh, from Africa and Asia, from the missionaries and and local uh, citizens there. Yes, he had been working on a cookbook. Can you believe that? Oh, my God. You're giving me a chill (laughs) right now. Wow. A hug from heaven. So it's it's exciting. So I feel like I have to publish that book, you know. And I think I have to cook through the book you have to as cook well. So, book. yeah, yes. So I might be reaching out to you with techniques wow. for how I do this and some of the other chef friends. But it's what just an amazing such, story. Isn't, I'm just so excited about That's that. Great. Well, tell us anything else that is going on that our foodie friends would love to hear about. Anything you'd like to promote? Any other cookbooks? I mean, maybe you can do one with your daughter. That would yeah, be amazing. I, I think that um, I think I'd, I'd love to do that because I think you know what a lot of people have learned, and and I have friends that have reached out. You know the frustration of cooking at home mm-hmm. um, for some, and and kind of understanding during the pandemic as everybody was home cooking, um, having a proper pantry set up and understanding kind of organization and menu planning and how some tricks to make it easier. Um, and having having things sort of set up so that you're not stuck on cooking a recipe, but using the recipe as a guide and sort of understanding how to navigate that. And yes. I think that's the thing that the great thing is, you know, with kids is you want to teach them that, you know, okay, we're out of cornstarch. What else can we use? And mm-hmm. we had that a few times uh, during quarantine where we were cooking and you know, we didn't have an ingredient and, and my daughter's especially, um, especially able to kind of take those situations and twist them and say, dad, it's fine because we have another kind of starch and I don't know if it works the same, but why don't we try it? And she's like super positive and I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Let's do that. Um, so I think that that would be a fun book to do, to do it with them and, and, and just, you know, teach people that again, recipes don't have to be so like set in stone it's just more mm-hmm. of a guideline and, you know, especially with cooking, baking's a little different, but just to really be able to, to have fun and just be in the kitchen together. And if it doesn't work out, you know what? Eating mistakes is fun too. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you so much, Chef Bradford, for being yeah. on today's Kitchen Chat. I always like to end each show with the top three tips for the home okay. chef. So what would yours be? Well, you're putting me on the spot. I would say having a well-stocked pantry and mm-hmm. I always start, you know, I like spicy foods. Um, but when I'm stocking a pantry, I'm always thinking about salty and spicy things in the pantry mm. that I can use, 
you know, to supplement and maybe instead of salt. So like capers and pickles and fermented foods. I always have, um, you know, chili paste and the, the garlic chili crisp and soy sauce, um, different vinegars, um, Botarga powder uh, that someone brought me back from Italy. So Ooh. I always like to have sort of spicy and salty things in the pantry and they can make even just a spaghetti with parsley and, and lemon juice. You know, if you add some capers and chili and uh, something crispy to it, you can really punch up your food with that. Um, I think planning, I think hmm. just kind of having an outline. I, I do it every week on Sunday. I'll say, okay, kids, give me a few things you want to eat this week. And then I'll, I'll kind of buy the ingredients for those things and then think about, okay, if there's extra, what can the other dishes be and kind of have sort of a plan that can change throughout the week. Yes. Um, and then what else is a good tip? Um, well, I'd love to hear one of the organization tips <laughs> for your kitchen and the pantry. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm, a little OCD with it, you know, as a chef, everything is in little pint containers and labeled and, you know, I'll make some stock at the beginning of the week and, and kind of, kind of go crazy with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have, I have the pantry right next to the stove and I kind of have Asian ingredients and seasonings and Italian ingredients and Caribbean ingredients kind of grouped. And so I'll, like, once I grab one thing, I'll say, okay, what else is in the little realm of these ingredients it's going to work together so i have them like little by families of Aww. you know like mexican and jamaican and asian and kind of broken up like that so as i'm cooking it's easier to kind of ad lib all the ingredients are right there those are great tips well chef bradford thank you again for being on kitchen chat i'll make sure we have a link to a website because you also have some great sauce that you're working on Yes. That's only available commercially now, but will be well, you can offered buy retail through our website, um, which we'll post. And then, yeah, and then food service as well. Any of the restaurateurs out there that want some uh, some Jamaican jerk marinade. Oh, that's terrific. We'll make sure we have a link to that. But once again, thank you. And thank you, dear foodie friends, for joining me on this really special journey. I love hearing from you. And always remember to take a moment and savor the day. Thanks for joining Margaret for Kitchen Chat today. Margaret would be so excited for you to drop by and visit with her at kitchenchat.info, where you'll enjoy podcasts, blogs, recipes, tips from chefs, and even great giveaways. She invites you to share your recipes and kitchen stories too. As Margaret always says, savor the day.